Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Welcome to NoSpinHomilies.com. I invite you to join me to reflect upon the homilies of Father Dan. Father Dan will challenge us to open our heart, mind, and soul to the Word of God. Father Dan will draw upon sacred scripture along with art, literature, and the lives of the saints to help us grow in our love and knowledge of the scripture. In doing so, we can become the living Word of God in this world. Now it is my pleasure to present to you No Spin Homilies. Today, Holy Mother Church celebrates the birthday of our Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ, second person of the Holy Trinity, is born into this world for the express purpose of saving us. Now, today we read from Luke's version of the birth of Jesus Christ in chapter 2. Now, we all know the story pretty much by heart. It's a very sentimental story. And yet, it's one of the most powerful stories in all of the Bible, right next to the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now, what I want to do is I want to look at this story in maybe a different way that maybe we never have before. In order for us to grow in greater appreciation, as well as love, for Christmas. Now, I would argue the story of Luke's account in chapter 2 is a story of people living out their faith to the extent of taking risks. Remember last week's gospel? We heard the story of Joseph. Joseph, he finds out that Mary is pregnant, and he's incredibly disappointed. He's angry, and he's frustrated. He feels betrayed. Now, his first reaction is essentially to follow his own will. We find out that he intends to divorce Mary, but divorce her quietly because he doesn't want to hurt her. And yet, after an angel appears to Joseph in a dream, and he tells him everything is okay. In fact, this is all part of God's plan, part of God's will. And so, Joseph, being a person of great faith, he follows God's will. He accepts Mary as his wife and becomes the father, the stepfather, of the Son of God, Jesus Christ. 
as well as the husband of Mary. Now, it begs the question, does Joseph really know or understand what's going on? Probably not. Does he see the big picture of God's plan of salvation and the role that Joseph plays in it? Absolutely not. And yet, because he has faith, he takes the risk. He takes the risk of cooperating with God's grace. And in doing so, his faith grows and is strengthened. Therein lies the great spiritual principle that we see throughout the entire Bible. And that is this. Your faith will grow by the very measure that you practice it, even to the extent of taking risks. Well, go to Mary. Mary is another example of this spiritual principle. Two weeks ago, we heard the great story of the Annunciation. The angel Gabriel announces to Mary that she is going to be the mother of God. She immediately says yes. And yet, she risks everything. First, she risks her marriage. She risks realizing that Joseph eventually will find out she's pregnant and will unfortunately try and divorce her. But better yet, she risks her entire future. The future that she had with Joseph, the future of children, grandchildren, where they were going to live. And like Joseph, she has great faith. So what does she do? She takes a risk. She cooperates with God's grace. And in doing so, her faith is strengthened. Again, there we see that principle, that spiritual principle on display. Your faith will grow in the precise measure that you practice it, even to the extent of taking risks. Jesus is the greatest example of this. Jesus, he risks everything. By being born into this world, he strips himself of all of his glory and majesty and is born like all of us, a helpless baby, dependent upon mom and dad for sheer life itself. And immediately after he is born, his life is at risk because we find out that Herod discovers that Jesus is born and then he searches to destroy the child. Fast forward to Jesus' end of his life. Here, Jesus risks everything. He risks his very life in order to save us all. But it doesn't stop there. Before Jesus ascends back into heaven, he risks putting the church into the hands of the apostles and the apostles carrying forward the mission that Jesus begun. Now, we see this up and down sacred scriptures. Biblical heroes risking themselves, cooperating with God's grace. And in doing so, their faith becomes stronger for it. Well, where else do we see this spiritual principle on display? Well, in the lives of all the saints. I'll just give you one example. Look at Mother Teresa. I don't know if you've known it, but before she started her order, she was living a very comfortable life as a teacher. And yet, she took the risk. She cooperated with God's grace. And then she established her own religious order, the Missionaries of Charity. And then she and her nuns, they entered into the worst slums of the world and cared for the poor. Well, where else do we see this spiritual principle in practice? Well, I'll give you two practical examples in our own parishes. The first one, 
It was about three years ago when the entire country was shut down, including our churches. After about four months, we began to reopen. And the parishioners gradually came back. They didn't come back all at once. But the people that started to come back, they would talk to me. And they would say, you know, I watched the Mass on TV, but it just wasn't good enough. There was something missing. And it made me really appreciate, you know, the value of the Eucharist and how much I needed the Eucharist in my life. And so those people that were coming back, they were willing to take a risk to overcome their fears. Now, many also told me that the Eucharist was their lifeline to God. And they came back. And the result, their faith grew all the more stronger, and they became even more active in our parish. Again, that's that principle. Your faith will grow, precisely in the measure in which you practice it, even to the extent of taking risks. A second example is a young couple came up to me, and they said, you know, we're teaching our child to pray. I said, that's great. They say, we we teach our child to pray before meals, to pray before they go to bed, and also the importance that we have to come to Mass every Sunday morning in order to pray to God so that God can bless us for the coming week ahead. More to it, that at Mass we receive all of God's blessings and all of God's graces to continue to live out our faith. Now, just a few weeks ago, They told me that they went out to a restaurant. I forget what it was, McDonald's or Culver's or something like that. Well, the dad got the food and brought it to the table. And immediately, the dad and the mom began to unwrap their sandwiches and eat them. And they looked over at their little one, and this little guy didn't touch the food at all. He didn't unwrap his sandwich. Now, the first thing that they said was, wasn't that what you ordered? And he said, yes. And then they asked him, well, do you feel okay? And he said, I feel good. And then they said, well, why aren't you eating? He said, because we haven't prayed yet, and we have to pray before we eat. Now, they told me each parent looked at each other, and they pretty much said to themselves, now this little guy is teaching us the faith. And they recognized how important that was. Now, they told me that they felt uncomfortable praying in public. They didn't want people staring at them or judging them. But this little guy, their little guy who was maybe four or five years old, wanted to take the risk of praying in public. And so now they told me they're always going to pray in public. Regardless of where they are, they don't care. If people are staring or judging them, they want to practice their faith openly. And because of that, They're a stronger family for that. Friends, today we celebrate, yes, the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, our King. And yet, none of it wouldn't have taken place without people of faith taking risks. It's a great spiritual principle on display. Your faith will grow precisely in the very measure that you practice it, even to the extent of even taking risks for God. The Holy Family lived by that principle. The saints are saints because of that principle. We too must live by that principle ourselves each and every day of our life. And in doing so, our faith also 
will be strengthened and will always grow. And may the grace and the peace of Jesus Christ rest upon you always.